I just say, real intention, if you're gonna live each day with intention, you can't live each day with intention unless you know how you're gonna evaluate your life at the end. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go, yearofmastery.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. 
Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor All. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. You must live each day with intention. Live each day with intention. Because you know what's so hard is you want to set that big ambition, but then you don't feel like you have permission to do it. So you're not intentional each day. Like, permission's a big challenge for so many people with this concept of ambition. I don't feel like I'm ready. I don't feel like I'm ripped enough. I don't have six-pack abs. Who am I to do this for my community? I'm not in the best shape. I'm not the best, smartest person. And you diminish yourself and you diminish your ambitions because you don't feel like you have permission. And some people wait their entire lives to ever activate fully their full powers because they feel like they haven't had permission. And some of you, be honest, how many of you have ever struggled like you didn't feel like you were ready enough, right enough, deserving enough to pursue your dreams fully? Has anyone ever felt like that? Yeah, it's okay. Raise your hand and be honest. If you're still waiting for that permission here at Summit, give it to yourself. No one else will ever do it for you. No one else will ever do it for you. If you need the help with it, permission granted. <laughs> I was blessed to get permission to chase my ambitions and have more intention each day by a car accident. Sometimes life gives us permission to pursue something more. If you don't know my story of intention, it was when I was a 19-year-old kid. I had a good upbringing, as you heard. But then I met a girl in high school. We fell in love. We had that annoying kind of high school love. We went to college together, shared a car to school together. Everything was good. And then about halfway through college, I'm sorry, halfway through the first semester of college, she discovered beer and other boys. And she cheated on me. We thought we were going to get married. I was, that was my first infatuation, my first love. We lived in the same dorm together. We went to classes together. Everywhere I went, there she was. And then she broke my heart. And by the end of my freshman year in college, I became depressed and then suicidal. And I know some of you have been there before. You know, my identity was so tied up in that relationship. Sometimes when a relationship falls apart, you fall apart. And that was my story. I, I couldn't get out of bed. I, I couldn't go to class. My friends would come by and try to motivate me, but I couldn't even, I couldn't even operate in the world. I couldn't go to class because she was there. I didn't want to hang out with my friends because she was there. I didn't want to do anything because she was on my mind. It, and so I planned, ultimately, to run away because that's what we do when it's hard. And so I became suicidal and then one day I happened to open up the school newspaper and there was a full page ad there and I'll never forget it. Marketing kind of changed my life. I never thought about it that way until later. But I opened up the school newspaper and there was a full page ad in color and it was a white sandy beach, a perfect turquoise blue ocean, a bright beautiful sky, a palm tree and across the top of the ad it said, escape. Because when you're hurt, that's what you want. And I was like, oh, I want to escape. And it said, summertime jobs in the Dominican Republic. 
students needed. I didn't know where the Dominican Republic was. I was in Montana, but I knew the Dominican Republic was not in Montana. And I knew she wasn't in the Dominican Republic. So I went and I got a job like, kind of like as a glorified tour guide on the island, you know? And you know, we just take people around the island and things like that. And then one night, Kevin, my buddy and I, we hop into a car to go back to the place we were staying. We drop off a client, it's really late at night, hop in this car and start flying down this new road they just paved. And here we go down this road, flat road, nice road. And we're going 85 miles an hour down the road. And I remember all the windows were down and that beautiful Caribbean humid air is flying in. On the radio is a song by Tom Cochran called Life is a Highway. I want to ride it all night long. I'm singing it. We're singing this song out. Like life is coming back into me after all this depression. I'm feeling the humid air, the energy, the music, the movement. I'm just feeling alive. And then we came upon a corner that at least here in the United States would have had a big yellow sign. U-turn arrow, 15 miles an hour. Watch out, sharp corner ahead, slow down. New road, at the time a developing country, no sign. We round the corner at 85 miles an hour and that corner became the turning point that brought me here today. We go in the corner, Kevin grabs the wheel, Brendan, hold on! And I remember bracing. And something in the next couple minutes happened for me that some of you experienced maybe before. And I braced, and this terror went through me. And I didn't know about it till later if it was emotional or cognitive or spiritual or what happened exactly. But I remember that brace because when you're sliding into death's doorway, we see the headlights about to go off the road. We know we're not gonna make the corner. And when you brace like that, that feeling, that sense, that energy in your spirit, it's something that says, did I live? If this is it, if this is my last moment, did I live my life? Not my spouse's life, not my friend's life, not my partner's life, not my parents' life, not my school's life. Did I live my life? fully, completely, authentically, joyously, or did I just ho-hum through the day? 19-year-old kid, I didn't like the answer to that. I hadn't been living. And just a month earlier, I'd been planning to take my life, not live it. The car starts sliding sideways and doing that weird shuddering and that weird slow motion thing happened. And we slid into what was a little kind of brick and rock area that was for an irrigation ditch for a nearby sugarcane field. We hit it 85 miles an hour, pop, whoo, threw the car up in the air, smack. I hit my head and I started seeing all these images. And it wasn't like in the movies where it was like this omniscient viewpoint of my life and there's little Brendan growing up, you know, older and older and handsomer, but it was more, I just saw scenes of my life when I was surrounded by people that I cared for. From my vantage point, it wasn't like, there's my mom and our 12th grade birthday, my 12th birthday party with my friends. And it wasn't like, there's little Brendan on the swing set in the backyard with the broken sort of concrete that one pole lifts out of with his sister, Helen. I didn't see me in either one. It was. I could feel myself sitting, and the cake was there. 
My mom was singing a goofy song she sings at our birthdays. Her friends gathered around. I felt myself on the swing, looking over, and I saw my sister next to me, just swinging and smiling. This feeling of which happened because we had that backyard swing set and that one pole that always comes out in a backyard swing set. You know what I'm talking about? And what you end up seeing at the end, at least I did, was the people that you love. Moments from your life when there was love there. And it makes you ask, did I love? Did I love openly, honestly, and completely? Or did I shut down my heart because one time I got hurt? That's what happened for me. I, I got hurt. Did I love? I hadn't felt my heart in months. You know, sometimes when we get hurt, we build up these walls and we get proper and we get stoic and we get strong in some ways to keep the people out. So we build up the big barriers to keep people out, the bad guys out, so they can't hurt us anymore. But sometimes when we build that barrier to keep out the bad guys, who can't get in? The good guys. Sometimes in our own self-protection, we block out the very thing we so desperately desire. Did I love? I hadn't felt my heart. The car flipped several times off the highway, hit the ground, rolled several times. I got knocked completely out. When I came to, Kevin is screaming at the top of his lungs, Brandon, get a car, get a car. I looked over, his eyes are wild and his head is open with a huge gash and blood everywhere all over his body, and he scrambles outside the driver's side window. I, I freak out, I don't know if the car is on fire, I don't know why he's screaming, I'm in shock. I go to get outside my window, but I can't. The, the door is smashed, there's no window, the whole car is smashed on top of me. And all I got is this hole in front of me that used to be the windshield. And I still feel today pulling myself through the windshield of this car and standing up and Kevin's screaming at the top of his lungs, bleeding everywhere at the side of the car, and I feel like I'm gonna pass out, and I look down, I'm standing on the crumpled hood of the car, all this blood is on me, coming out onto the floor, or under the hood, and I feel like I'm gonna pass out, and this fear hits me as this young kid, realizing that life can end. And I remember just looking at it, and he's screaming, and everything's going in slow motion, and there's blood going off the hood of the car, and I just remember feeling like, like this was it. And I saw the blood going off of my toes, and I just thought, did I even matter? Was there a reason I was here? Was there a purpose to something? I saw the blood going off, I felt like I was gonna pass out. And there happened to be a glint, a sparkle in the blood at the end of the hood, a reflection in the blood that was going off and it made me look up. And there was this bright, big, beautiful moon that night. I hadn't even seen it. And I felt something, I, I felt something, I felt like all of a sudden when I saw it, that I was gonna be okay. And as I looked up, 
if this fear had come down earlier, this kind of faith came up, because I felt something, and I felt like the big guy had reached down from on high, this little kid in the Dominican Republic on his hood, bleeding to death, and said, you're gonna be all right. It's what I call, I felt like at the moment I got life schooled. A second chance, like the big guy had reached down to that young kid and said, here you go, kid. Life's golden ticket. A second chance. It's time to live because you can still live and you can still love and you can still matter. But now you know the clock is ticking. I remember getting that ticket. I feel like I was gonna be okay. And I just remember feeling and thinking how blessed I felt to be even alive, and I just thought, I won't earn this. And I, and I got that, I got that second chance. I felt it. I passed out, got knocked out. First group of people who came through found me and Kevin. You know, humanity's story right there. First group came through, robbed us. Second group came through, saved us. Humanity. We both survived, we're both okay, we're both still living. Lots of cuts and bruises and broken bones and terror and fear, but we, two kids, we got out, we survived. But I tell the story because at the end of our lives, we're all gonna ask questions to evaluate whether or not we're happy with our life and how it turned out. I just say, real intention, if you're gonna live each day with intention, you can't live each day with intention unless you know how you're gonna evaluate your life at the end. So I say, maybe tonight, you just bust out a journal and you just say, what questions would I ask at the end of my life to see if I'm happy with the answers? My questions, ended up being, did I live, did I love, did I matter? 21 years later, even last night, when I go to bed every night, I say, did I live today? Did I love today? Did I matter today? And it's that intention that brought me here. It's that intention that made me have a life that was fully alive and heart-centered and focused on a mission of making a difference. But you gotta find your own questions. Maybe yours are different, but if you don't know your questions that you'll ask at the end of your life to evaluate your life, you can't truly live intentionally into it so you can be happy with the answers at the end. So find your questions, then you can live with intention. Because every day I measure, am I living and loving and mattering? Every day you gotta measure something. That's how you know if you are being intentional. And many of you, without even knowing it, you were given a second chance at some point. Raise your hand if you ever felt like you got a second chance somehow. Yeah, look around the room, look around the room. Most of us have gotten that. And the nice thing is, life isn't just one second chance, it's a series and an over and an evergreen set of second chances. You gotta feel that and believe that. Tomorrow you can wake up and you can have a new fire in your belly. You can work a little harder, you can love more, you can make a difference, because every single day is that second chance. And for that, we are all blessed. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the U.S., you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. 
It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan. Or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me. 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really, Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now, with Circle, It's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post. I can post. We can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio. So can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.